0: Come join us now. Until all have heard, I'm Wayne Shucker with Ed Cannon, the president of the Far East Broadcasting Company. Okay, Ed, we're in the season of Advent now. Christmas is not all that far away, and we get to talk about it today.
1: It's a privilege, Wayne, to be with you and with all of our listeners. There's no brighter, more festive season than Christmas, and I just absolutely love it not only because of the celebration, but because of the deep meaning that comes with the season.
0: Absolutely. And it knows no borders, right? As uh, we'll be talking about in the weeks ahead, this message of Christmas resonates with people all over the world. And we were talking before we opened the mics here today about the fact that who else but Jesus has a birthday that's been celebrated in so many places and so many ways for 2,000 years.
1: It's an interesting fact to discuss when, you know, we used to celebrate the birthdays of famous people— Uh, We used to celebrate the birthday of George Washington, Abraham Lincoln. And even now, uh, those have merged together into one holiday, the celebration of President's Day. And most people don't even know whose birthday it is. Hmm. We don't celebrate the birthday of Julius Caesar or any other famous person except Jesus. And it's been 2,000 years since his birth. As I used to travel around the world before the days of COVID-19— During the Christmas season, as I would travel through airports in Hong Kong and Beijing and Singapore and Southeast Asia, the airports are decorated with so many lights and Christmas decorations, even Christmas hymns in English being played on the loudspeakers in these airports. Yet many of the people there don't really know who Jesus is yeah. or what the holiday's all about.
0: Yeah, even though they celebrate with decorations, they don't really honor Jesus. But that—that's changing in places, in many places in the world where FEBC is able to proclaim the true message of Christmas. In the weeks ahead, we're going to be hearing from uh, testimonies of our broadcasters in uh, Russia and Ukraine and Southeast Asia. As a matter of fact, I think right now we ought to read this one email that came from a Russia listener. Do you have that one in front of you? Sure. Veronica
1: from Russia writes,
0: Hello, team. Merry
1: Christmas to Jesus and a Happy New Year. I find it really interesting, Wayne, that she says (laughs) Merry Christmas to Jesus.
0: Well, that's what it is, sure.
1: She goes on to say, Thank God for your broadcasts. They have been invaluable to me. They taught me to read the Bible every day, even when not listening to your program. As I've been listening to you and to the comments of other listeners, I've been noticing how the Word of God is revealed in different ways to different people. I remember you saying that when you first read the account of God speaking with Moses, you did not understand what he meant by, I am. I remember the first time I read that. I was an atheist brought up in an atheistic family, and I believed that humanity was striving toward an ideal form of goodness and would one day reach it. God's word to Moses from the burning bush became one of my first revelations of God. They doused me like water. Hmm. God is not some human idea of goodness, but a person. He exists, he's alive, and he created us, not the other way around. Hmm. Merry Christmas again from Veronica.
0: Wonderful testimony. And how many times over have we heard words like this from listeners in other parts of the world? Huh? It's making a difference.
1: Over and over. And Christmas is just an opportunity. It's a time when people's hearts are opened in a way that they haven't been during the rest of the year. Especially this year, Wayne, with the COVID crisis hitting all over the world. In addition, there's so much political unrest in the world today. Riots in Hong Kong, rules changing in China, riots in Kyrgyzstan, much unrest in the Philippines, not only in, in America, but all over the world. And you add together all this tension and anxiety, which is why this Christmas season, FEBC is making an enormous effort to get the gospel out to people because it's the only message that can possibly bring hope and brightness into a very very dark world
0: a whole world as a matter of fact you know there's a passage in Luke chapter 2 of course it's the christmas story in Luke 2 but there's a particular part of the of the story that I'd like to read and have your reaction to it's the story of Simeon you know it well ed Luke chapter 2 starting at verse 25
1: it's one of my favorite messages not often included with christmas but very important
0: It says, there was a man in Jerusalem whose name was Simeon. This man was righteous and devout, looking forward to Israel's consolation, and the Holy Spirit was on him. It had been revealed to him by the Holy Spirit that he would not see death before he saw the Lord's Messiah. Guided by the Spirit, he entered the temple. When the parents brought in the child Jesus to perform for him what was customary under the law, Simeon took him up in his arms, praised God, and said, Now, Master, you can dismiss your servant in peace as you promised. For my eyes have seen your salvation. You have prepared it in the presence of all peoples, a light for revelation to the Gentiles and glory to your people Israel. I'd love to get your comments on that passage, Ed.
1: Well, you know, actually, I think that is the first time that the Messiahship was pronounced publicly to the world. True. This was the event that first launched to the public who Jesus was and what he was doing. And I just love that verse. I love to read it very slowly. For my eyes have seen your salvation, which you have prepared in the sight of all people. And that all people line, in the sight of all people, what we were talking about before, the decorations all around the world— Uh, the celebration of the holiday, even in families who don't know the name Jesus. The the very fact that without the gift-giving and the festivities of Christmas, the entire global economy would fall. Hmm. And then you listen to what Simeon said, "'For my eyes have seen your salvation, which you have prepared in the sight of all people.'" People are not blind to the message of Christmas. They know it, they've heard it, they see the impact of it, but yet they refuse to accept it. And that's what our broadcasters at FEBC concentrate on all around the world. It's not just important to talk about Christmas or to wish you a Merry Christmas. What does Merry Christmas mean? And the merriment comes from the knowledge in your heart of the truth of the message that God delivered through his son Jesus as he came into the world in that manger some 2,000 years ago. It's much more than just that day. It's it's eternity. And there's so much in the secular world, Wayne, that expresses knowledge of the truth of that message, even though they don't hear it. One of the little songs that I I love to listen to at Christmas, it's a silly little song just sort of made up to entertain people, was The Little Drummer Boy. But yet at the depth of that message in that song is some great theology. You might Mm -hmm. laugh that I'm talking about this, but if you think about what he says, he says, I'm just a poor drummer boy. I have no gifts to bring this almighty king. But he goes on to say, I asked if I can play for him. The one thing the little drummer boy had was his gift of music. And he says, I want to give that gift to him, but there's a much deeper point. He says, I played my best for him. And to me, that's such a meaningful line. Do we give our best best gifts to Christ? Or do we give our best gifts to our job, our career, our family, our golf game? Is it something that means something to us? What have we given Him at Christmas? Everyone gets gifts in our family, all those we love, but what gift do we give to Christ? What do we put in His stocking at Christmas? And if it's not our very best then we've missed the whole point of the season. Hmm. With all these displays around the world, back to Simeon's line, he has prepared in the sight of all people. We see it. We understand that it's got some enormous supernatural power. But unless we go to Christ with our very best, our heart, our life, everything we have, we can't really enjoy the merriment of this season. And I would just love for everyone to have that feeling. The FEBC staff around the world are trying to communicate that to everybody. And as you listeners here in the United States, it is my prayer, it is my hope that you too can enjoy the true joy that comes only with the absolute truth of the Christmas message.
0: You know, as we have fellowship with our broadcasters who live in such uh, far-flung places, places that are far corners of the world to us, and yet it's home for them, it's a, it's a richer, fuller experience of Christmas when you interact with these folks, isn't it?
1: Oh, absolutely. I mean, and what I see in these humble servants of God all around the world is that their celebration of Christmas is about giving to the listeners. Mm-hmm. It's about giving the message and the hope of Christmas it's not materialistic, it's not filled with some of the trappings that we might get drawn into. They don't really think much about Christmas trees or Santa Claus. It's about the real gift yeah. of christmas and 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 they pour their hearts into sharing that message with everyone at the season, knowing full well that this is a time where more people will listen. Than ever before.
0: Yeah, and it's interesting how different aspects of the Christmas story uh, are heard differently and speak more directly in certain cultures than they do in others. And it just talks about the universal truth of uh, of the story of Jesus. And maybe we can talk about that in the weeks ahead when we have some guests join us from these other parts of the world. I think that'd be a good idea. I think we will. Okay, let's let's agree on that one. So join us next time for until all have heard. Well, Ed, it's been an interesting year. Um, many people are saying, "Boy, I can't wait for 2020 to be over." But it's been a year of opportunity in many ways, too. I mean, let's look at the glasses half full, right?
1: Sure. You know, this whole COVID thing has not surprised God. Uh, I think God is intentional about everything He does, and and one of the messages that I like to think about at this season is God is just telling all of us, sit down slow down, listen to what I have to say. And for me personally, Wayne, I've kind of quit reading as much news as I used to because there's just so much that's discouraging and replacing it with time in God's word. Mm -hmm. I think that's a great message for us. God is telling us to listen, stop what you used to do, do something different, and let's use that as a tool. What is God telling us this year that's different? Now I don't mean to make light of those people who have suffered through this time uh, and lost loved ones or 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 suffered great uh illness. FEBC's lost loved ones as well. People working in our organization that are no yes. longer here with us and we we recognize that that's a terrible thing. However, God's message is clear. I believe in this season that he is telling the world something. And so let's listen for what God's trying to instruct us. And the best way I've found to do that is spending time in his word where he'll guide you to advice just like the thing you've read today out of Simeon, the first proclamation of the truth of Christmas. Simeon, an old man, telling us what God has spoken to him, and I hope it's spoken to your heart as it does to mine.
0: That is great direction for us as we enter into this Advent season together. So, Ed, thank you very much. I look forward to the next couple of programs as we talk about Christmas in various parts of the world. So, again, I hope our listeners will join us. Any word that you would like to save appreciation to those folks who've already made this a regular listening habit, the the podcast, until all have heard?
1: Well, I'm just shocked that anything that I would have to say is of enough value for anyone to invest any time in listening So it's about what our staff are doing around the world as an encouragement and an inspiration for those of you uh, who don't have the opportunity to see what life is like in China or in Indonesia or in Kyrgyzstan. And it's my privilege to be able to share with you uh, what I've had the opportunity to see. And so I'm deeply grateful for those who've listened and uh, who continue to pray yeah, for that indeed, staff around the
0: indeed. world. Indeed, Well, in addition to this podcast, we have a little radio program called FEBC Today. You can listen to that on our website, febc.org, and on many radio stations as well. Two-minute daily program featuring Ed Cannon. Thanks for listening, and we look forward to our next episode here of the podcast until all have heard more information at febc.org. Thanks to our producer, Joe Carlson, our assistant producer, Jonathan Mortiz, and uh, to the staff of the Far East Broadcasting Company. Thank you, men. We'll talk to you next time on Until All Have Heard.